Welcome, friends of the universe. We are Soul Women. We are three 20-something-year-old women working towards growing and learning in our spirituality and life practices daily. We have come together to talk all things adulting, learning more deeply about our own souls as well as others, and to give healthy insight on how to live a life of wellness. We work together to have relatable conversations and hope to help promote a lifestyle of inner peace while also maintaining our unique life perspectives and advice. So let's get started. What's up, friends? We are back to talk to you about resolutions for the new year as it approaches. So our situation right now, just for everyone listening, yeah. we have Callie across the country still. Hey, what's up? Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> Which I'm going to be visiting her in like like three <laughs> weeks, I think, or maybe four. Three. It's coming up. And then Mar is back in state with me in yes. my apartment. Yes. We are literally touching knees, and I'm so happy to have her here. <laughs> Yeah, so we have come to you through, you know, all sorts of mediums, but I mean, I really want to talk about our goals today, and not only our personal goals um, as women, but just how to set really positive goals that are both attainable, reachable, and, you know, easily accomplished and easily manageable, and so if you're not familiar with setting goals for yourself, or if you feel that maybe in past years when you've set New Year's resolutions for yourself, They've been these big goals like, oh, I'm going to hit the gym six days a week and I'm going to lose 45 pounds. But then you miss one day and you never go back to the gym because you've already thought that you've like you've already in your head said that you've failed. So how do we go around those um, obstacles that pop into our plan? Guys, I feel like this is a year that a lot of great things are going to come about. Oh, I have a very heavy feeling about that. And. I think it's a gonna I think it's a good year to get more serious about like your intentions and your goals. So I'm glad yeah. we get to And with that with what you said too, Mar, it's like uh you know, going in and having the mindset for this is gonna be a really great year. And how to retain that mindset. Because I think it's easy to put ourselves in those shoes. Be like, oh, you know, I have a couple weeks till the new year. Oh, yeah, everyone else is setting goals. I'm going to, this is going to be a great year, best year ever. This is new year, new me. But you have to go into the new year with a, with a positive mindset. And how we stick to our goals. And a realistic mindset. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think a lot of people go in thinking, they creating goals that are pretty hard to obtain in such a small amount of time. And if it's not, if they don't see a transition within, like, the first three weeks of, like, doing that said goal, I feel like a lot of people give up. I've, I have done that before, when, before, I, before I taught myself how to have a more realistic mindset on mm-hmm. my intentions of the new year. Goals but, have a lot of patience involved, yeah. too. Like, yeah. you, um, a lot of goals, like you said, they have to be attainable, but you also have to be patient in attaining them because some of them don't just take three weeks yeah one of my biggest intentions of last year or I guess this year but of January of last year um (laughs) didn't make sense okay anyways last January um was to get my yoga license and practice yoga and that took me five months to do that but I didn't give up and that's why I'm here now being like wow I got to actually do that goal but it didn't take like a month it took half a year. (laughs) Mara, I remember sitting with you in Andy's, uh, in her living room, and we were talking about that, and you're like, should I do it? 
like, am I doing this? Am I, am I moving to this place? Am I doing this whole thing? Am I uprooting my life? And I was like, heck yeah, what do you have to lose? I'm like walking around. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah, you have friends here, but like, if they're good friends, then they'll stick with you. And, and here, here we are. We are. <laughs> but many dreams are made of in my living room. Oh my Aww. gosh. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like equally as loving as it does sound dirty. Um, but going back to the no topic, idea what you're um, <laughs> I think I think we should talk about like there is an importance in setting small goals so they're reachable and able to make you feel accomplished. And with that too, it's yes, you can set your big umbrella goal. Like say if you if it was something to do with your with your weight, which I don't think. I mean, for me, I don't think you should be concerned with the weight. It should always be how you feel, and because weight is something that will fluctuate in our lives. And especially as women, our weight will always be fluctuating. I think even if it's, say, if you were saying, I want to lose 20 pounds, well, what are the small goals? Because that's like your A to Z goal, right? But you need to set your, like your A, Bs, and Cs and know that you have to be gentle with yourself because things aren't always going to go as planned. And life is crazy in the, in the sense that it will always throw something in your path that you didn't plan for. So... How do you modify as you go while still having that end goal in, your, in the back of your head? I think in relation to that, something that's really important to remember for when you are coming up with goals or intentions or mantras or whatever you're, you're setting for in any time, not just in the new year, but anytime you're setting a goal for yourself it's really important to really focus on like why you're setting that goal for yourself and make sure it's actually for yourself yeah. because there's a lot of goals that are set for others or for looking a certain way yep. or for appearing a certain way like, oh, I want to lose weight. That's a big common goal. And I think the only way they really work and the only way that they really can happen in the most authentic way is if you want that for a specific reason for yourself if it's going to make you a better version of yourself if you yeah if you're motivated because then if you're if your motivation comes from somebody else or the reason you want to do something is for somebody else as soon as you realize like they're not paying attention or maybe they don't even really care then that goal goes out the window like you have to hold yourself accountable for those things yeah and I think it's important to write down our goals too because having it in your head is one thing but making it more tangible like if you are writing it and you're feeling that and you're saying it out loud and even just seeing it on paper that's holding yourself accountable in a way but also say here's my goal and then put the why and the steps that I'm going to do it because I think the why is like you said Andy it's like the biggest thing that we have to focus on when we are talking about our goals because it's like well am I doing this for me or am I doing this for somebody else because the goals that you're setting that are you're actually going to accomplish if you're really if you're really gung-ho about it you know it's going to be the ones that you set for yourself mm -hmm. to go back on the whole writing down the goals if you're not a huge journal person or you don't like to just write I actually did what I did last year was I recorded a video of me manifesting those intentions and kept it saved and that helped me a lot where when there were times where I was second guessing things I could watch my old self be like you're gonna do this you're gonna do this this is how you're gonna do it and just hearing that 
and getting it almost like it preaching to you again and it being you like past you it helped a lot and so I think that's a really good idea too if journaling isn't your strong suit because sometimes I love journaling I do it a lot I also write down my intentions but sometimes I think it's more anxiety ridden for me to just consciously speak and just keep going um so yeah anyways there's science actually behind that Mar like there's people out there that have like proven that when you make a video and you rewatch the video, there's a part in your subconscious brain that when you're watching something on a screen, you're being like hypnotized in a way. Mm. And so it's actually being pushed into your subconscious a lot more quickly and effectively when you are watching something back through a screen on a video versus just listening to it versus just writing it down, which if you can do all of them, that would be the ultimate. But there is something to be said for, like, fast-tracking manifestation by, like, watching it on a video. Mm-hmm. So, oh, fun little snippet. That's little, really cool. Didn't even know I was doing peek. something right. <laughs> yeah. Especially in our world of technology today, if you're going to be, you know, watching TV and on yeah. your screens, like, may as well be pumping in good information yeah. to your brain. Because people are always like, oh, I have nightmares all the time. Like, I... I never really get adequate sleep because I have all these nightmares. I'm like, well, you're watching like zombie shows and true crime films before bed. That's going directly to your subconscious and like in causing fear. And that's what your dreams come out is from what's hiding in your subconscious. And so I know I personally, it's like either I just am not watching anything or have no screen time, no noise when falling asleep. Or if I'm having trouble falling asleep and I need some of that like noise, it's like, you know, a guided meditation mm-hmm. or I am statements or affirmations that are that's going deeply into my subconscious as I sleep. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a badass today. <laughs> I'm a badass I'm today. Let's tackle today. Let's so go. basically hit us up if you want to do a dream, if you want us to do a dream podcast or dream episode. Oh, because be I'm fun. thinking that that would be that fun. Would be really fun. Um, this little snippet we're doing. But with what you just said there, Andy, with like I am statements. Start weaving those into your everyday routine, especially with, and not even if you don't want to sit there for five minutes and say, I am amazing, I am loving, I am passionate, I am mm-hmm. inspiring, but put your goals in there. Say, I am, yeah, I, was just I, say am yeah. I am passionate about my goals. I am going to accomplish this. Because if you are meeting that goals, it's kind of the same thing with Mara, like watching her video. It's reintroducing that same goal every day so you can hold yourself accountable because how often do we wake up and we're like I mean I don't really have to do this I can just do this tomorrow but you know me all the time <laughs> my, yeah. my partner just told, told me this thing the other day and it's about sleep where I mean he was reading a study on sleep where it's not like it's not like gold coins where you can just like get more back the next day where you're like, oh, I didn't, I got like four hours of sleep tonight. Well, I'll get nine hours tomorrow and it'll be good. It's like, no, no, no. Once you spend those tokens, you don't get them back. And so that's why it's an important thing to be on our goals and stay with our habits on a daily basis. Yeah. Just develop a routine. Yeah, I was just going to say that related to what you were saying, Callie, about waking up every day and saying like all these I am statements, but then also I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Something I actually learned recently um, when you're making affirmations like that, it's really important to actually speak them in the current moment. So mm-hmm. like instead of I'm going to accomplish this, you're saying I, I have am. accomplished this yeah. or I, I am currently accomplishing mm-hmm. this. 
because something about like putting it out into the universe that you're already doing it is really motivating and actually jumpstarts your own subconscious to actually be like start acting on the fact that you're living that way. And it also, oh, <laughs> I was going to say, and it also like that, just doing that already puts you on, like already jumpstarts you to the law of attraction and manifesting those goals, which is a whole nother step that has to be taken. You all, you have to know that you can do it and you're already doing it or else you're not going to achieve those. The minute goals. you're aware Mm-hmm. The minute you're aware that it's something you want to accomplish, you're already accomplishing it. So mm-hmm. that awareness is like all you need to yeah. succeed. Well, I remember when I would do my I am statements when I moved here and I was like, I am a yoga teacher. And it felt really weird to do it, which I'm like, I'm adaptive certified and I can teach that. But I haven't ever like taught my own class, which which that will go into once we start talking about our own goals that we're starting to set for the new year. But with me starting my yoga teacher training and I hadn't even started it yet and I was like I'm a yoga teacher and in my head I was like "Mm, but you're kind of not yet but the more and more I say it and it's a part of my everyday routine I'm like oh I'm a yoga teacher I'm a doula I'm a musician I'm a singer I'm I'm all these things and I think it's honestly what keeps me sane Yeah, it is interesting. I get what you're saying. Like, it does feel a little bit weird initially to be like, I am this if you don't, like, really believe or feel it. But sometimes there is something to be said for, like, faking it till you make it in a sense when you're tricking your subconscious into, like, believing a certain way. It also is a true statement. Like, you saying, I am a holistic nutritionist. You saying, I am a yoga teacher. Because you both embody all of the qualities that said profession already has you know what I mean like you already have it all in you all of the knowledge all of the beliefs it's just you haven't done that mm-hmm. almost materialistic part of it like, the, like getting, certification. yeah getting that yeah. certification but it's we're both on, working towards it's it not so, on, I mean yeah, we're already yeah. but yeah. having those qualities helps yeah. you believe well that and technically you are at yeah next like you are one step closer to achieving mm-hmm. that which I think helps a lot yeah and for me it's like saying that I was a yoga teacher, which I, I am already because I'm right. already certified to teach, but it's like the advancing in it where I'm like teaching like a greater population of people that. I think it comes down to for Callie I and I, yeah. um, it's, of us feeling as if we're worthy of that title. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And so like for me, it's Definitely. graduating school to get the certification. And for Callie, it's finishing this yoga program. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we both absolutely could already and have already been my, teaching these things. But we need to feel that yeah. ultimate credibility yeah. on our mm-hmm. own terms. But until then, we manifest, I am a holistic nutritionist. I am a yep. yoga teacher. <laughs> I am a doula. I am, yeah. So, should we talk about our goals, our own goals? But definitely. Yeah. I would love to. Um, my One of my goals that I have been thinking about a lot and manifesting for the last couple of months, um, especially now that I've got my work schedule under control and my free time under control and it's it's really nice because it allows me to kind of take that next step into certain things that I love but I really want to start an adaptive yoga class the first one in New Orleans by the way um, at the Cerebral Palsy Center because we have one in the town right next to us and that was one of my big hopes uh, for when I did that certification back in the end of April because New Orleans has never had adaptive yoga. I mean, it's still like a new and upcoming field of itself, but 
we have a CP center here, and that was my favorite clientele to work with during my certification. Um, so I want to contact them and start making my own class there, which, I mean, I've talked to my mentor about that, and he's like, most of the time, if you are reaching out to those populations, they're like, yep, more the merrier, because it's not like they have exercise programs and things like that. Like, they'll have PT, but that's a lot different than yoga, because yoga goes into the visualization aspect of movement. Um, and so that's one of my ones. And then another one for my yoga stuff is just continuing to uh, really live my truth in my practice. So practicing at least five times a week. I've been on like a six-day one lately, and that's been going really well. But I feel like this is a really important goal, that I, or, um, a really important aspect of goals that I want to talk about too, is that don't set your goals too high but know that you can like go into that space if you want to um but make sure you're setting like reachable and attainable goals so me saying instead of six days I want to do yoga at least five days a week and I'm not putting a time limit on that either I'm not saying I have to do a, a 90 minute practice every single day for those five days even if I have half an hour to sit down and do yoga yeah. Well, everyone's so different when it comes to how rigid they need to be. Like, some people really need that. Like, I have one hour a day to mm -hmm. do yoga four days a week. Yep. And if that's, like, the type of person that you are, then absolutely, by all means, like, make that rigid schedule. But if you know that if you make a schedule like that, then you're going to feel, like, procrastinating that or pushing it back because there's pressure around it. Like, me? <laughs> like, if there's pressure around anything in my schedule, I'm like, what? Uh can't do it. I gotta do dishes. <laughs> oh, like, literally find the worst thing to do instead. When you're procrastinating, but you're like cleaning your entire house, and you're like, "This is productive procrastination," and you're like, "No, no, no, you're still avoiding I'm queen it." Of that. No matter I how mean, much you're getting done, technically is <laughs> you are still being I, productive. That's like my. <laughs> it's just not on the thing you want to be productive. Yeah, about. that's my life excuse. I'm like, well, it's productive. <laughs> with yoga, I just want to start teaching my friends because that's part of my quote unquote homework. Uh, is to start teaching my friends and in the next couple of months and especially after I finish my certification um, which this would be a long-term goal for me um, but I want to start just donation-based yoga in the park and then start teaching at a studio in town um, but and then another practice that goes a lot of mine actually have to deal with like just continuing continuing my self-care routine because when I got off of it for a little while I really felt it in my my body and my mind so when I got back on it I was like okay yep these are my non-negotiables they're never leaving my life again but um, with meditation because I have I've kept up the most consistent meditation practice of probably my entire life but since August so for the past four months I have meditated every day and so I want to start moving that up so I usually I do 20 minutes uh, a day whenever I can and I just want to move into doing 25 minutes and then after a couple of months do 30 minutes and so that would be an example of setting smaller goals for myself because eventually I want to get up to 30 but I'm not just going to jump that because the times that I have just jumped from 20 to 30 those are really really intense meditations for me because in those last 10 minutes, it's like, oh, my God, fight or flight is on. But then, I mean, it's really rewarding, and I learn a lot about myself. 
Uh, and then something with music is that I really just want to start doing open mic with my uh, my friend Josh because we just started a duo and we're just going to start, you know, performing original music and then hopefully start opening up for for some of our friends' bands and then some bands that he knows too. But those that would be my long-term goal. So just starting starting small and we're just rehearsing once a week right now and it's really freaking fun. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of just a continuation of, what I'm doing right now and then pushing myself outside of my boundaries to start teaching those classes too. Yeah, Kelly, those are amazing goals. I definitely think that those all seem attainable for you in a year's time. And I know that they are also goals that you've had for a while, but this is, I think, like the year where you'll actually get to put action into those things because you are settled down in a new space now and you're not Mm. like last year you were like planning a move and like you had all these trips and you had all these things that were kind of like that were needed to be put into motion before you could actually like okay I'm gonna start doing all the stuff that I've been wanting to do and with that being said too I feel like I've kind of gotten out of the the idea of setting a year's like a goal for the entire year because I feel like I don't even remember the goals that I set for last year. But I've just trying to, I'm trying to get in the habit of like six months is a good time frame. Because that's like a lengthy time frame. But it goes by pretty quickly. But it allows me to really focus on like a set amount of goals. And then as things and doors open in different ways. Because a year ago I would have never believed that I would be in the situation that I'm in now I couldn't have even predicted that we were just talking about that me and Callie were just talking about that the other night on the phone and she was giving me like a 20 minute spiel on what she wants to be doing with her life (laughs) like down the road like this is classic Cal with like this 10 year plan yeah and then all of a sudden and then all of a sudden I was like Callie Remember last year at this time? <laughs> I was going to say, it's also classic Cal. This, this is why I say that, that too. It will change. No. It will change. <laughs> and she knows. And, yeah. But this is why. Andy, Andy, you inspired that from me the other day, though. Like, that was you. That is you manifesting that in my head. Because literally, Andy, for everyone listening, you need to get yourself a friend like Andy. So much who says, Who says, slow your roll, like, Callie. Slow your roll. <laughs> but honestly, I... But that's why, that is why I only want to set yeah. six but also, goals right now. I think that's, ins- I what's ins- that's also Thank what's you. inspiring about you, Callie, though, is that like... Uh, here, sorry, hearing Callie go six-month goals, I literally watched her like twitch Trig. a little bit. Yeah, she was like <laughs> cringing. She's, She's like, like, oh, like, six months, I guess. I'll stick to six. <laughs> you know, my goal is to be okay. But honestly, like when I met Callie, she had like the rest of her life planned mm-hmm. out. And, and I was like, damn, Same. I've never met someone who just knows what they want, like all the way till the end a of their life. A dangerous situation. Yes, to but be then in. all of a sudden now, like, all, who she. All the way to the end. All the way. Of her like, life. No, but it is inspiring because. Like someone like me, I like to I, I do like to have a plan too, so I do relate to Callie in that way. Mm-hmm. But I've first I've just like I think just because of the way that I was brought up, it was very unpredictable because I was going between parents' houses and my parents. Um, they lived like kind of unpredictable lifestyles, whether they were traveling or my dad was gone for work. Like I never really knew what was gonna happen next, and so I think it was never easy for me to come up with like a three or a five year plan because it almost made me feel like like 
tied down to that plan or pressure or like I just had that idea like it's gonna change because I've never seen any plan work out in my entire childhood so like why would I make a plan that's gonna change and I always struggled with that when I was in like business classes and they're like you need to make a business plan when I started my business it's like you need to make a business plan and I never felt comfortable doing that and so everyone is really different and so my goals are definitely set like in a lot shorter time frame but also there is something to be said for just trusting your path and trusting your plan and that you don't always have control over that and that's kind of the thing that's got me by is that I'm not always in control of what's going to happen so even if I have this intention for what I want to happen Mm -hmm. it still might not happen that way and I'm going to trust that if it doesn't happen that way then it wasn't in my path like because your soul's journey is a lot different from your human ego's journey so yeah I like to remind my beautiful planning friend to just slow her roll because I love seeing her brain work and I love seeing how she can come up with these plans but I'm also a a big realist I think and I'm always like afraid of my friends getting like (laughs) disappointed or hurt so I'm like hold on let me just warn you (laughs) the universe might not let you do that and just remember to trust your path and you guys are so you're both so good at doing that anyway so Cal and I are like the baby Yodas And Andy's that old wise Yoda that's like, "Hmm, let me stop you. I would say I'm like a teenage Yoda. I don't think I'm old yet. My children. My children, I will help you through this hard time. Yes. Come. I would love to take that credit, but I definitely have mentors that help me. Yes, but you never never act like that. You act like you're very wise, and you're like, yes, I have solved that solved everything and I don't want you to I don't want to ever think that differently than I put you. on a really good friend I'll keep yeah, it up because if you don't I will panic <laughs> people need, need this friend <laughs> if if Andy's oh, panicking literally, the world should honestly, panic. so yeah. every day the world should be panicking <laughs> no I think that is like amazing to like how you stated that too I think that's perfect and if, if you take anything away from this podcast rewind to listen to the last minute of Andy's soliloquy that she just presented because that was beautiful yeah but I think you do you do have to trust in your in your intentions trust in your manifestations and and just trust in yourself because you have that power within you and if you and if your plan changes it was meant to change or it was meant to teach you a lesson and don't get angry when things change sit back and say well what can I learn from this and like how is this influencing my next steps because you can change your goals as you go nothing is set in stone and it doesn't mean that you failed either also um kind of going off of that too if you do make maybe like sort of long-term goals if it's meant <laughs> <laughs> Not long-term On the other sort of end of Callie being like, only six months. Mars like, maybe no, no, sort no. of long-term. <laughs> I, I feel like short-term isn't the... Okay, start over. Goals. Yeah, just start over. <laughs> I was going to say I messed it up. Just start yourself over. If, if you're looking to make serious goals, whatever time frame that is, if it's meant to be, if it's good for your soul, the universe will make sure you're falling in that place. Something I realize is... A lot of the goals I had, 
I'm now in, like, like with my art goals that I have, I'm in a group now where that's attainable for me because I'm networking and I'm meeting people that want to work with me. And those things, yeah, like, I am in control of because it's the people I've met and connected with, but also, like, the universe put these people in my life almost as, like, hey, you wanted this. Okay, here you go. Like, let's see what you do kind of thing. So it's almost like when you do set goals that are meant to be in your life, the universe is going to gift you with, like, more steps to get closer to that. And obstacles, too, because guess what? You have to go through those as well. Ultimately, the universe is always on our side, yes. even if they're putting obstacles. Totally. Even if it's putting obstacles in our path. And I think that's the biggest thing that is, like, a misconception about, yeah. like, spirituality is that we think, like, oh, the universe is all hearts and flowers and it's going to take care of everything and blah, blah, blah. But yes and no. Like, yes, yes, it's going to take care of you. Yes, you're going to, you know, put your yeah. faith into it and mm-hmm. yourself. But, like, the obstacles and the hard things that come in the way <clears throat> are there to teach you something too and they actually are a gift as well yeah no a hundred percent they're just, lessons they just don't always feel like a gift in the moment mm-hmm. but usually you can always hindsight's 2020 mm-hmm. and you Ooh, can always 2020. usually see um, where that lesson it yeah is coming from. and in like the yogic belief we believe in kali i know you guys have heard me talk about kali a lot because kali is basically like my everything explain to the listeners she please. is the goddess of destruction and transformation so she comes into your life when you're all happy and well I guess no you know what she comes into your life at a time where maybe you're not advancing in said goals or advancing in yourself or you're not giving enough or yourself enough love she comes in and she's like hey I see you struggling because I love you so much I'm gonna give you all of these hardships so you can learn from that. And like that's literally like what we talk about in yoga all the time. It's those obstacles come because Kali or the universe loves us so much and wants us to achieve and grow and expand our horizons. Because and what the, makes you want to grow more than when you're like in a hard place? Yes, a dark or low place. There's nothing you, more motivating yeah, than that. It is. It's and it sucks. Again, like it, like you said, like it sucks when you're in it but the minute you're out you're like whoa I just learned so much from that and I love myself more now um and also it's kind of cool if you do believe in that whole belief and you are a spiritual person you'll be in those low points and you'll still be like oh I can't wait for it for a few months where I'm feeling good like Mm -hmm. I know how this works like right now I just have to go through the motions but like I know I'm going to come out on top, which is, like, also a whole other awesome mindset. And that also comes with goals, too. You're going to have to fail. Mm -hmm. You should fail. Mm -hmm. It sucks. I hate saying that. I still have a big fear of failure, and I'm still trying to put myself in places Mm -hmm. where I am failing because you do learn from that, too. Yeah. I think the importance of failure and saying, I don't know. That was something I learned after I moved here and saying, oh, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know. Even in your normal conversations with people, if if you're having... Wait, wait, wait. Even in your normal conversations with people, if you don't know something that they're talking about, like, don't act like you know what you're talking about. Like, take that as an opportunity to grow. Like, there, how many times do you just oh, not say, you're like, yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. But you don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I, that's, like, one of my like my biggest things in life I think we were talking about this the other day too Callie is that 
Like, if I don't know something, I'm like, can you please teach me more about that? Like, I would love to learn more about that because I want to know and I want to learn. And there's nothing, like, embarrassing or or wrong or it doesn't make you look dumb or anything. It actually makes you look so much, like, more receptive and open-minded when you can be like, hey, can you actually teach me more about that? Yeah. And that can be a goal that you set for yourself to just say like, hey, I just want to observe more and ask more questions. There's so much value in just like being silent and making space for other people to speak. And then there's so many like beautiful things that can come out of other people's mouths when you like leave that space for them rather than trying to constantly like fill it with, you know, information that's in your own head. So those are like two, my, the two goals that I have right now for moving into this next decade is just sort of yeah, experiencing people and life more quietly. Wow, I love that. Uh, Andy, do you have any other um, any other goals that might be a little bit more specific, or are you thinking? I would broad? say like the most specific thing that comes to my mind is just continuing to focus on loving myself fully. Um, I think that's a constant practice that we're all going to be doing for the rest of our lives. But there's a lot of things that have pushed me into big changes in the last few months that I've really noticed areas more that I'm not loving myself or areas that I was putting energy into somebody else where the energy needed to be put back into myself. So just putting like 100% of my energy into myself and then once I feel really solid in that area, then maybe just allow myself to open up a little bit more as time progresses here with no time limit or no um, end date on that goal. We'll just kind of see how that pans out. But yeah, love it. That's that's all I could speak on. I'm sure I could talk for years because that's how I am. But I'm going to let Mari talk about her goals. Ah, okay. I'm kind of the queen of yearly goals. I know Cal was saying how she doesn't totally do that, which I love. But for some reason, yeah, for some reason it's like a good, I just think a year, a lot of things can happen. And I think it's a good way for me to plan to be like take it year by year. Um, Especially because last year, I think, except about maybe one other goal that I'm still in the works in, which I'm going to be in the works with all of my ass, or I like to call them intentions. So like all of my intentions, I'm still in the works with them. But I did a lot of them. I achieved a lot of them, which is super cool to me. And also just like fun to look back and be like, oh, wow, I actually did it kind of thing. Um, Last year, I made it kind of my mantra and yeah, my mantra to make everything about my spirituality and yoga. That was my main thing, um, which I've done. I I uprooted (laughs) myself to do that and put myself in a community where literally all of my jobs are that and I am exposed to it 24-7 and I love it Um, and I want to keep doing that obviously but I also think I think this last year was a lot about actions and this year even though there are some actions I still want to take I think it's a lot more of me wanting to expand my knowledge on certain things more than actually acting on like physical goals. Um, I Taking my yoga program, I learned a lot 
of stuff that I don't know. <laughs> and I also learned my mentors that I worked under and still work under have like 15 years ahead of me. And yeah, they're very wise and they're very understanding, but it's because they had so many years to like read on their own, study on their own, do all of these things on their own. And I feel like this year, is that's a big goal of mine, is to expand my knowledge with things that maybe I'm not super, like I don't know a lot about. Um, and so that's a, a main thing, especially with yoga. Like I know the chakras really well, but I know I can still learn more. And I know like one thing I really want to work on is breath work. There's so many versions of breath work. I would love to be like, be able to understand all of them and be able to use them in my classes that I will teach. And yeah, I don't know, like things like that where it's like little small things. Um, I would love to expand my knowledge on that. Also, I'm making this year more about my next level in my art lifestyle, um, whether that's going to art school, whether that's learning how to freelance, whatever that is, there's a lot of things I want to work on in that aspect, which is a whole other thing. Um, another goal is just to figure out what are those said things, because there's a lot I want to do in the art realm, whether it's photography or writing or graphic design. Um, so me trying to pick and choose, try them all out, and those are my goals. It's almost, I think 2018 was a preparation year for me. 2019 was the actions that followed those preparations, and now I think 2020 is gonna be a little mixture of both, which is kind of exciting. Um, so I'm excited, I'm excited to see it, but I think those are my main goals of this upcoming year. Um, I think those are beautiful, and I think those fit, fit your life really well yeah. too. And I think that goes with any of our goals, is knowing that they can grow and they can change and shift because we are all in a constant state of growth. And that's probably one of my favorite favorite sayings of all time. Because I think all three of us have a lot that we want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And it can be overwhelming at yeah. times because it's like, well, I want to do this, but then this, yep. but then this, but I have to have time for this and that and whatever. Oh, my gosh. I feel like an octopus half the time. Yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of, like, who we are as people. I think, like, we're never going to be bored. And that's, like, what just, like, we're meant to do all these different things and they all have their own special timing and and one thing at a time that's why back to like slow your roll like there's a prime <laughs> time for each thing mm -hmm. and they all can happen and if we're blessed enough to live a long life we'll get to do all of those mm -hmm. things in the right timing and so yeah I think this all just comes down to like we want we want to just like inspire you to like think about and like get your brain working about like what do you want for yourself within these next few months this next year just to really like keep it to like a small scale type thing and then make them realistic and then also like really just like trust yourself to follow through with those yeah. don't put pressure on yourself but trust yourself you can yeah. attain these things you have the power to do it I think having faith in your potential and uh, having trust in the universe because it's saying, you know, I'm putting all these, these manifestations out. This is what I, this is what I want. And if you, if you take the opportunities that come into your life, that is your next stepping stone. But if you're, I feel like if you get too stuck in your ego and you deliberately don't take the opportunities that the universe is giving you, and then you get angry when something doesn't 
plop right into your lap, that's when you have to take a step back and reevaluate your goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to, that was going to be my conclusion of this was if an opportunity presents itself, just do it. Like trust in yourself, trust in what your passions are, that you are able to do it. Even if that is failure, take it because you're going to learn so much from that. And I think I spent a lot of time waiting for like, oh, the right moment, even though opportunities did prevent prevent or present itself and I didn't take them. And I think the reason I am where I am now is the last year I was like, opportunity, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> what, what the worst that could happen is I fail and then I'll just try again somewhere else. You know what I mean? Just take it. Notice everything as a sign because everything around you usually is a sign. Like the universe is constantly giving you little notes, little messages. And if you don't listen to those things, that's when, you know, you can actually get like pushed off your path. So another thing that I would encourage you to do is when you are writing or journaling or recording yourself, whatever it is, instead of using this the term New Year's resolutions, maybe try something like New Year's intentions. Um, I know I said that previously in this episode where I always call them intentions, only because it takes that pressure off that you have to achieve them in that year or even at all. Because like again, sometimes you'll have intentions and you'll realize that that intention was taking you on a different path into another intention or something else you're supposed to follow. So intention is almost the term of I'm going to try, I'm going to attempt, I'm going to put in my all and see what happens. When resolutions to me, I think it's a term that almost seems like it has an end goal, which at the end of the day, like you never are finished with something. You have to keep, you can keep expanding on so many things. And also resolution makes me believe that there's something that needs to be resolved in your life in a way that goals are supposed to create that, but also you're not trying to resolve anything, you're just trying to advance your skills and your goals and yourself. And so I think intentions is always like a more kinder term. Um, So I do encourage anyone who wants to go and do what we just did with themselves or with their friends to call them New Year's intentions. Um, I don't know if either of you wanna expand on that. No, I think you did did that perfectly yeah you did awesome well thank you guys yeah thank you for listening we love you we love you you. (laughs) and we will be talking again very soon so soon love you all we'll talk to you (laughs) soon bye